Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's the morning report. My name is Willie Lawson, and um, we are here. It is Friday, Friday, the 25th of October. Uh, was not able, sorry folks, was not able to get one in yesterday. We are doing our best to um, be able to do this every day. Um, but you know, when you have another, uh, when you have another job, right, it makes things a little tougher. And this is, this is why I am of the, of the belief, the solid belief that um, we need to support um, citizen journalists such as myself, uh, people like Paul Swanson, uh, because you know what? This isn't our full-time gig. This isn't how we support our families. This isn't how we make money to live indoors um, and eat. This is something that's, that is a passion that we want to do to make sure people have correct information and that conservatives especially have correct information to, to start their day and to, and they kind of encourage you sometimes, you know, it, it is so easy to get beaten down by mainstream media uh, because they continue to try to create this illusion of what they want to happen uh, when, when, when frankly, it's just, it's, it's never true. Um, so we hope to encourage you. We hope to inspire you and we hope to inspire more people like us to do the very same thing. So I'm sorry we didn't, we didn't get one in yesterday, uh, but we're here today. We, we did four or five. And if you hit four out of five in the majors, you're going to be in the hall of fame. That's for sure. If you're hitting 800 in the majors, you are going to be in the Hall of Fame. So on that, using that matrix, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Um, We have two stories to cover today. Uh, We have a story of 
Uh, I told you we'd follow up on the case in Dallas where the jury um, basically uh, awarded conservatorship or didn't award conservatorship to a father who was trying to get one of his uh, twin sons <clears throat> away from his ex-wife because she was um, getting him to be transitioned from a little boy into a little girl or trying to do that now. We've talked about that. That's not going to happen. He's always going to be a little boy. Um, but she was thinking. But she had. There was evidence that she was thinking about taking him to a transition expert to give him some um, some some drugs to 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 stop his puberty, to stop his his regular growth as a little boy. She has seen him and treated him like a little girl since he was like four four and a half five years old. Um, I think there's more going on to the story um, than what we get, but this is where we are. The judge on Wednesday um, had her ruling, and we'll talk about the ruling. Uh, we're also going to talk about Tulsi Gabbard. You know, a lot. You know, I've said, I, I, you know, I've said to my friends that um, the Democrats would do really good if they stop marginalizing people like Tulsi Gabbard. Now, I don't think Tulsi Gabbard is conservative. Uh, I don't think um, I don't think Tulsi Gabbard is a New York Republican about that, or even a California Republican. She's a liberal, but I don't think that she's a a slobbering leftist. Um, but the Democrat Party has there are those in the party that have deemed her a Russian asset. This is a woman who's a major in the um, in, in you know in you know in, in, in the military. She goes on. I mean, once uh, I, I think. Uh, once a month she goes on, on, on maneuvers and once a year she goes on, on, on two week maneuvers. This woman is still active in the, um, U S army reserves. This, this woman served in Iraq. You get me? But they're trying to paint her as a Russian asset It's the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard of. But, um, she's got our own view on the impeachment nonsense. And uh, we're going to we're going to cover that, too. So uh, we'll do all that when we get back. Thank you again for spending some time with us this morning on the Morning Report with Willie Lawson and Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report. Swanson, S-W-A-N-S-E-N, because it's Swedish. You can Google Swanson Report and and hear from Paul every day. Thank you so much. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh. And if my feelings start to pressure you, right. Oh, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away or chances are you might be starting a wildfire so for the love of the outdoors go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention brought to you by the u.s forest service your state forester and the ad council 
When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And if my feelings start to pressure you, it's alright. I will give you time. Alright, we're back. Thank you ever so much for um spending some time with us this morning. We appreciate you greatly because you know what without you, I'd just be talking to the refrigerator in my kitchen. Which has for all the time we've been here been a very, very good listener. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's funny that we've moved from refrigerator art to um, there's a flyer for <clears throat> someone who does um, home detailing of cars. We'll come and do um, detailing of cars and we'll talk about the uh, many things later. And there's a picture of my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law's Christmas card from, a two, from two years ago. Yeah, Seminole sticker, Florida State Seminole, uh, Seminole helmet sticker, magnet. And uh, a, a U.S. flag and some a Five Guys, uh, <laughs> a Five Guys sticker to I mean magnet to show us where all the Five Guys restaurants are in the area. Like that's what I need right now. I need some Five Guys so bad <laughs> because my arteries are clearing and they're open and the blood is flowing. So obviously I need to fix that crap. In any case, um, from Townhall.com, this is um, one of my favorite writers. Um, there is Courtney O'Brien posted that uh this um this morning this morning <clears throat> before representative tulsi gabbard who was a democrat from hawaii announced that she was not seeking re-election she's not seeking re-election as a representative okay um which means that her seat will be an open seat because she's concentrating on the presidential election uh, and fully dedicating herself to the presidential run she joined sean hannity on Fox News to discuss a few topics Thursday night. Now, before I go into the, into the details of this, this is a tremendously smart move by the Tulsi Gabbard people. And I'll tell you why. Because Tulsi Gabbard is the, only, the seemingly the only reasonable person on the Democrat stage. She's the only reasonable Democrat. She's the only one who has any shot of pulling away or at least encouraging some Democrats to pull away from Donald Trump. Because she is, again, true blue military, all that kind of stuff. And um, now she's got something that she can use that's a little bit more Trump-like. Uh, Hannity gave her a chance to respond once more to Hillary Clinton's attacks. <clears throat> Last week, Clinton, the 2016 presidential, also, also ran, randomly accused Gabbard, of being a Russian of the Russian favorite candidate, the Hawaii congressman responded in a Twitter video 
and then again on Tucker Carlson's show. She's been on, on, on Fox twice, right? And now, once more, she gave Clinton a piece of her mind during the, her discussion with Sean Hannity. <clears throat> she is not only calling me a traitor, she is, she is not only trying to smear my character, she is sending a warning out to every veteran, every single American, anyone who stands up, um, who stands up the war, the warmongering to the warmongering foreign policies that really are her legacy, that they have to be so destructive and costly to my brothers and sisters in uniform because the American people trillions cost the American people trillions of dollars, and because so much damage uh, uh, in war, um, Gabbard said. As entertaining as her thoughts were on Hillary, where Hannah, you also want to know. Gabbard's thoughts on the Democrat-led impeachment in, in, in Korean college. Republicans have complained of late that Adam Schiff has been blocking them from closed-door testimonies, even members of the Judiciary Committee, which launched the inquiry. Crazy. Uh, although she supports the inquiry, it sounded like Gabbard took the GOP side in criticizing how the Democrats are handling it. I don't know what's going on behind those closed-doors meetings, Gabbard said. We as members of the Congress do not have access to the information that is being shared. I think that the American people deserve to know exactly what the facts are, what the evidence is being presented as this inquiry goes on. Um, Republican lawmakers storm, they stormed one of the depositions earlier this week, demanding that Democrats be more transparent. Representative Matt Gates, Rep- Republican from Florida, who's done much of the talking for his colleagues, says that he, they, they want Democrats to offer President Trump the same due process that President Clinton and Nixon were afforded during their own impeachment inquiries. Democrats said that they expect to begin public hearings before Thanksgiving. Well, what are they doing? They're setting the table. They're getting all their ducks in a row, right? They're getting all their ducks in a row, and then they're going to have these this kangaroo... Um, this ridiculous kangaroo uh, public hearings, right? They've they, they've set it. They're they're trying their best to set it all up. And even Tulsi Gabbard says, "Hey, they gotta you gotta be more transparent. You've got to be more open. Members of Congress have to have this information. If there is evidence, we need to know." Ladies and gentlemen, this I mean the fix on these quote public hearings is in. That I mean, that's all, and that, and that's really all there is to it. I mean, you, 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 you gotta, you have to be so politically naive, or you have to be so entirely consumed with Trump hate that you don't see what's coming. You just have to be, you have to be all ate up with Trump hate, all the dumbass. To not see that they're setting this table. And they're setting all the situations so when they have this, quote, public, end quote, set of hearings, that it all falls their way. Which is why they don't want the other side in. They don't want... It's like this. If you are charged with a crime and the prosecution gets some evidence... They've got to share that evidence. They got to share, share some of that evidence with the defense. Depending on what that evidence is, they have to share with share with with the defense. Because without it, you can't really defend yourself, right? 
So there can be no surprises. This is not Perry Mason where you have some surprise during the trial. And right now, frankly, they've not voted for articles of impeachment. So what are they inquiring about? It's, 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 it's a hot mess and it's all political. And now, and now they've, they've given some deadline to before, before Thanksgiving. The idea is they're trying their best. And this has been their plan since Trump took office to, or even before to push this as close to the election next year as they can. Even if they know they can't impeach Trump and that the Senate has already said that we don't like the way all this is done. So the, the chance, you know what he, he, well, let me back it up. Let me help you help you guys with how some of this process works. And and maybe I'll get Paul to come in and, and do a, a, a show next week on how this process is supposed to work. Here's the deal. Um, if the house writes and passes uh, articles of impeachment against the president for treason and high crimes or whatever they charge him with, the Senate has to do the trial. Now, there isn't any time limit on when the Senate starts the trial. There's no time limit. There's no, okay, they sent it over on Monday. They got to set a trial date by Friday. Nope, they don't. It could be months. It could be months. Because it could be it could be a year. There's no set time limit in the Constitution for when the when the Senate has to do the, the trial. There's no time limit. So do you think? I think it's their constitutional duty too. Um, try the president if indeed article of impeachment are, are sent, but when that actually is up to them. Are there votes in the Senate to impeach and remove the president from office? At this point, no. And the Democrats know that. Tulsi Gabbard knows that. Nancy Pelosi knows that. Chuck Schumer knows that. Steny Hoyer, Maxine Waters, Al Green, they all know that. They all know that. But if they can keep this circus going, and the longer they keep this circus going, the better they think it is for them. The better they think it is for them. If they can't get rid of him, they're going to try to damage him in ways that um, he will not have time to recover from. But frankly, I think they're missing... They're missing one point. They're underestimating one thing. They're underestimating the resolve of people who support the president. They they are underestimating the resolve of the people who support the president. They're making the same uh, mistake that Hillary the Hillary Clinton campaign made in the 2016 election, in my opinion. They're making the very same mistake. They are underestimating the president's support. They are listening to their own press. They are listening to their own their own survey results. They're, they are making a what will I believe, in my opinion, will be a fatal mistake for them. I 
said in the 2016 election as we were coming up to, I don't know, we were coming up to election day, you know, that, that summer. I, you know what, every, you know, every week some bombshell came out of, you know, out of left field um, about President, you know what, then um, a candidate Trump and something that he had done or said and, and was this bombshell that was going to be the end. There was Stormy Daniels and there was the whole Russian um, prostitutes and peeing on the bed and uh, that, that Obama slept on. I mean, it was just, and there was a Billy Bush thing. There was, a, a, you know, the, the, there was walking through the Miss Universe pageant when, when they were naked, when, when naked, naked teenagers there. I mean, the whole, the whole gambit of stuff. And I kept watching the attendance at Trump rallies. I kept watching the attendance at Trump rallies. I kept seeing when these when these rallies were held, they weren't all held and during the campaign during the, the first campaign. They weren't all held on the weekends. They weren't all held in the evening. Some of them were held. The one here in Tampa was that one of them was held on a Tuesday after Tuesday afternoon with like four days notice at the fairgrounds. Easily 20,000 people. Easily. In the middle of the afternoon. In the middle of the, you know, in the, in the beginning of the work week. And I start seeing, and I started seeing the same sort of a support all over all over the country. So I would think, you know what, you, you sort of take that, that information and extrapolate it. You know, if you have 20,000 people who can show up, how many more people wanted to show up? How many more people are supportive? Because, I mean, he, he didn't get every single supporter that was able to get off work and come to, or, or school and go to the rally, right? So as I was watching this, and I'm watching this, and I'm watching this happen again, I think they're making a huge mistake. I think they're making a monstrous mistake. I don't think that this mistake and the re-election of Donald Trump will be the end of the Democrat Party, but it will be the end of the Democrat Party as we know it. As we have people my age, I will be 60 next September. Um, as far as we know it, this Democrat Party, this will be the end of that. And then we will see something else come from the ashes fairly quickly. Something that is that that is bursting forth from the Democrat Party now. We will see that going forward. And I don't really think that that, that party has a place for someone like Tulsi Gabbard. I really don't. Um, I just don't think that that place, that party will have a place for someone like, like Tulsi Gabbard. <sighs> It's going to be interesting. I want to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the um, morning report right after these messages. Oh, and if my feelings start to pressure you, it's all right. I will give you time. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, 
<laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452 or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. Oh, and if my feelings start to pleasure you all right, we're back. Thank you ever so much, ever so much for spending a little time with us today. Um, you know, now I want to I want to talk about this this case in Dallas, where um, this gentleman it was fighting for custody of his uh, 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 of his son. Um, he was married to this doctor, um, and she had twins, two boys. Now, since one of them, James. I think there's. I think their names are James and Josh. I don't know why people do that, but anyway, um, J- James. She has been treating James like a little girl since he was like four and a half years old. So I mean, so much in fact that he dresses like a girl. Um, he she enrolled him in kindergarten as a girl. His medical records. This is important, and she gets to do this because she's a doctor. His medical records. Um, say that he's female. He goes to the girls' bathroom at school and in every way is treated like a girl. Every way. Pronoun, the the, the whole thing. Now, this woman is a, a doctor, an MD, apparently. And the father is is worried that um, the mother was looking to to put James through some transitioning protocols, transitioning process, while um, seeking help to get him um, on hormones to stunt his puberty, to basically stop him from growing as a male. So there's puberty blockers that keep them from growing as a male. And um, the idea is that, and then, and then, then they start giving them female hormones to soften their skin, grow breast tissue, um, that sort of thing. Put fat in places where there's normally not fat, like hips, on little boys. She is trying to turn him in to a little girl. Now. You know, it's funny, I was talking about this to, uh, with my wife, and she was like, you know, 
is there something wrong with her? Because as, as a doctor, it would seem, and I'm not a doctor. I just play one on the radio. Um, as a doctor, it seems like she understands that his DNA is always going to be male DNA. And they haven't done anything to look at his DNA and goes, oh my goodness, he's got female DNA. He's actually a girl. He's got the wrong set. He's got junk between his legs he ain't supposed to have. That he's got male DNA. So he's always going to be a male. He's always going to be a boy. Now, during this trial, um, experts on both, uh, of course, you get expert witnesses, but expert witnesses on both sides say that the path that the mother is choosing is the more difficult path. It's the more difficult path for the child. That it has, and experts at the trial testified that um, the wait and see approach where you don't deny the child's feelings, but you don't give it any social credence. You don't do anything. You don't deny the child their feelings. What normally happens is they desist. And that, and that means that they just end up going with the gender that they were by, that they're biologically assigned. And not to be crass here in in the morning, they just look in their underwear and go, look at that. I guess that's what I am. Oh, it says so right here. It, it, it doesn't matter what society says. Look at me. Look, look, look at that right there. You see this? You see those jewels down there? You see that batting balls? That's who I am. They normally just go back and to the and start identifying as their biologically assigned gender. Now, in the meantime, there is turbulence, but that's usually the best outcome. And even experts, Texas testified to this in court. Now, the jury, by 11 to 1, decided not to give conservatorship to the father. And like I said the other day, it just tells me that there are, there are too many people moving from California to Texas, apparently. The judge, however, overturned the jury's decision and decided to give joint conservatorship to the parents, to both parents. They're going to have to work this out. Now, the, 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 the father had a blog, apparently, chronicling um, this, this journey. And um, the judge put a gag order out so that blog will come down. Um, so he won't be able to, to talk about it as this unfolds. And I think she did that for the good of the child. She didn't want a whole bunch of people reading um, what was going on, especially if it's all going to be just one-sided for sure. Um, so this is going to be very interesting as this plays forth because right now the child is about to turn eight. And the transition experts um, said they don't want to really start giving hormones to the child until they're about nine, nine or ten. So um, the child is about to turn eight. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out now. I, and because of the gag order, I don't know if we're going to get to know how this plays out unless something drastic happens. It's interesting that I'm uh, that this happens at the same time. Um, if you're watching any Prager, you uh, you see that Candace Owens is interviewing people. Uh, 
a gentleman that had the trans had the uh, gender reassignment surgery, and um, basically uh, is is preaching as loud as he can that it did not cure his gender dysphoria. And it basically explains why so many people who are transgender, especially transgender who go through the, the, the gender reassignment surgery, end up committing suicide anyway. And it isn't because um, they, people, they're not accepted. It's because that their original problem doesn't get solved and it sends them into spiraling depression because it didn't get solved. They went through all of this and they still feel terrible. They still feel confused. They're looking down for their bat and balls and they're not there. They now have the vagina that they thought they wanted. They now have the penis that they thought they wanted. They have the, pen- they have the vagina and the breast that they thought they wanted because that's who they really were. But their problem wasn't external. Their problem was internal all along and still is. And a lot of these, a lot of these tortured folks end up, end up committing suicide. It's terrible. It's interesting that it all, that all came back. And if you want to, uh, you can look for some of the recent Candace Owens program, Candace Owens program on PragerU and you can see that, you can see that in an interview. Uh, I forget, I mean, I forget the dude's name, uh, but you can go ahead and, Check that out because I found it extremely interesting. All right, we got a guy here making for somebody else this morning. So again, thank you for coming to the morning report here on the Fightback Media Network. It is ex- it is exciting and wonderful, and I'm sure we're going to hear from, hear from Paul Swanson next week. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye bye now. Oh, and if my feelings start to pressure you. It's alright, I will give you time. Good morning. It's the Morning Report with Willie Lawson and Paul Swanson. Produced by Fightback Media. Fightbackmedia.com. Starting your day the conservative way. I will give you time. After my heart attack... Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Act.
Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com.